1: Firehawk from 1640 PWPR, and we are making waves, kicking ass, and taking names later. That's right, 1640 PWPR has grown and grown and grown. There's so many shows now in the family, yet we have room for more. Are you out there in podcast land, talented and ready to be seen and heard? Or are you an upstart looking for just your chance? Well, now you got a chance. Tweet us at 1640PWPR or come on down to Facebook, facebook.com backslash 1640PWPR. Let us know what you're about, what you got going on, and maybe you, yes you, can end up on the home of Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio and more, 1640 P-W-P-R.
2: It's for sure, though, when you go back and you look at our industry, you look at passion. You look at the, the road. You look at hard times on the road. You look at driving down the road, night after night, trying to make a town, getting $25. That's hard times. American dream. And you go home and you see people just dying out there on the streets and and people crying about their children being in iraq that's hard times being kicked off the assembly line here in detroit after 40 years they give you a gold watch that's hard times it's our duty to make it good times for the fans that pay their money to see us perform each and every night he's just a common man Every car that I've ever owned, every house that I've ever lived in, every school that I ever sent my children to was paid for by the fans of professional wrestling. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about passion. The love you have for your heroes and your villains. The passion I have for this industry is why I'm still here. I'm a little behind times, I've been told sometimes. Trying to catch up with the computer age, trying to get an email here and there, get my ass chewed out for not emailing after I've done talk to the person face to face five minutes ago. Oh, I know one thing I want to do. Nate, will you stand up? Harley, will you stand up? Please, sir. Iron, will you stand up? Will you stand up? Nate, it's up to you to put the sign up, but tonight I want you to induct you and Iron, induct me and Harley Race into the Four Horsemen. I love this industry. Like I said, you paid for it. You put me in the, the. place that I am today. Being a Hall of Fame with these guys is very special. I love you too, buddy. You don't know how much. I'll leave you with this. Truly, tonight, I have wined and dined with Kings and
1: Queens. Thank you.
0: Welcome to Blading for Truth. I am your host, Jeff Edwards. Some hard times for wrestling fans today, yesterday. I speak to you right now, Saturday, 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I sit here in studio... Not knowing exactly if we should get into this week in wrestling Or should we talk more Dusty You know, last night and tonight The members of 1640 PWPR, we all got together And we paid tribute to the big dust So if you are listening to this As soon as you're finished with this and you haven't heard the dusty tribute show head on over to the various websites check out dusty tribute show currently from last night there are two parts part 1 and 2 everybody from the family jumped on i know uh king firehawk probably just wrapped up another session with some of the uh some of the other family members tonight So, um, hey, if anybody deserves six hours or whatever the PWPR 1640 family ends up with, it's Dusty. And just wanted to say, uh, as far as Dusty goes, you know, legend, living, breathing giant of professional wrestling is now gone. And it's not an overstatement. He is, was, the man as far as if you if you need to see a guy that had all the intangibles. Um, you know, other sports you talk about five tool players in baseball or whatever those tools would be. If you want to say charisma, check. Mike skills, check, in-ring, check, psychology, check, the guy had it all, and if you are like me, as a young pup, years ago, when you saw Dusty Rhodes, it was, uh, you know, he was he was truly larger than life, and uh, we're going to miss him as wrestling fans, so just wanted to pay a little tribute here as i said before you know i did up a little intro for dust and i wanted to uh open up just talking about dusty roads a little bit here and uh like i said 1640 pwpr uh all of us we got together hit a home run as far as i'm concerned and we just sat around and talked about some dusty memories some uh people turning on him and talking about all being inspired by the Aptor magazine, seeing bloody, dusty roads on the covers as kids. and It, it was a good time, and I was, I was glad to be a part of it with uh, King Firehawk and uh, Ken Reedy and Dave from The Ken Reedy Show and Anthony also. So check that out if you haven't heard it yet. Check out all of it. I mean, if you just want to sit down, I'm sure a lot of you like I did, popped on the, either the network or YouTube, you just surfed around, watched some dusty promos, you know, if you want to keep, keep it going, pull up some, some podcasts from our family, and, uh, spend some time with us, talking about it, uh, so tonight, it is in the wee hours of Saturday morning, right now, and, um, As many of you know that listen to Blading for Truth, you know me, Jeff Edwards. I'm usually sipping coffee at all hours, morning, noon, night. But tonight we're going to switch it up for the common man. Um, In honor of Dust, the common man. I was uh, raised with a lot of common men around me. A lot of common men in the family, a lot of common men around town. We were dusty roads, and tonight the coffee is not on. Where I come from, I believe maybe maybe some of you will call it a boiler maker. Perhaps, you know, beer, dump the shot in. Where I'm where I come from, we call it a shot and a beer, and. <laughs> You can have your fancy spancy boiler maker. Boop. We call it a shot in a beer where I'm from. So cling cling. If you can hear that and it makes you thirsty, go have a shot in a beer. So shot down. Beer chaser for common man. So tonight. We took a few minutes, talked about Dusty, and I think maybe we should, maybe we should move on. Maybe we should, we should uh, move on with this show and talk about some wrestling and some things that are going on. I think I'm going to keep it short tonight. Um, You know, it was a rough week. It was a rough week for everyone, a uh, big shock with Dusty two days ago, and it almost makes uh storylines and matches not so important you know these things happen and we not only get a reminder a life reminder of what is important but especially in the world of pro wrestling when we lose a legend like this when we lose anybody it's a jolt to the system it's a shock and it's pretty difficult to to try and concentrate on um if John Cena is going to put Kevin Owens over Sunday again but maybe maybe we can uh, we can talk a little bit of wrestling here so there's a uh, there's an elimination chamber coming up or not elimination chamber excuse me money in the bank coming up Sunday um uh, to be totally honest i in the past have enjoyed money in the bank I think it's one of the better gimmick matches that are out there um you know you you have your rumble they kind of throw together Survivor Series anymore so money in the bank is always always entertaining I believe but even even last year compared to some of the other years it's to me it's been a little bit down but uh this Sunday we have a big one. We have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins for the title. And you have basically that Money in the Bank match. That's that's the one thing I'm kind of looking forward to. If I had to pick two things, the other would be the world title match. I, I, I have no delusions that Dean Ambrose has any shot at winning that, but you never know. Maybe they'll do it for the shock factor. I mean... I don't know about you guys, but seeing the the three-count hit and seeing the crowd pop, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, the shock moment um, kind of makes you feel like a, a little kid again. You know, those, those moments there. Just like Owens beating Cena at the last pay-per-view. But to me... Seth Rollins will retain. I think this Dean Ambrose push was a little bit of an experiment. Uh, You have to wonder if maybe Dean is just keeping the seat warm for Brock until Brock comes back. It's been reported that he is coming back sooner than later. Will he step into that role and get a rematch against Seth? I would say probably. So... you you have the money in the bank participants and to me I can't I can't see any other way but Roman Reigns and I think they are obviously pushing him he's hanging out with Dean Ambrose they did the Raw a couple weeks ago where he had three matches he was going against the authority in three or four different backstage segments and monster push for Roman right now and I think the thing that may elevate him would be to win that money in the bank briefcase. Uh they can tease that all they want. We all we've all seen that before. Guys consistently coming out and doing the tease, but I just wonder if if um in the cards on Sunday can you see possibly Roman Roman Reigns winning that briefcase and cashing in Sunday? I think I think the WWE has been the past briefcase winners. I know Seth obviously had it for a long time. I think Sandow did it as well, and I think um, was it Dolph before him had it for a while. So I think it's time for a quick cash-in. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I wouldn't mind seeing Seth Rollins win as he always does you know, cheap against Dean, and Dean have a legitimate gripe that maybe there was interference or whatever. Seth steals the match again, and out comes Roman Reigns, cash-in and that would do two things number 1 it would get roman his revenge on seth for cashing in at mania and blowing his chance and it would also it would also um add a little friction between roman and dean and i think that would be interesting especially if you know a lot of people are talking about and reporting that roman could be turning heel i don't i think there's too much time invested in him to be honest, in this face push, I think as far as Vince is concerned, he he did the push. He tried to get him over, and then the Royal Rumble happened, and I, I, I don't think it matters to him. I think we are going to see very shortly where Vince McMahon is going back to not listening to the fans. I mean, he gave us what we wanted with daniel bryan last year we pushed for that again this year it didn't happen of course injury happened to daniel bryan but the royal rumble was booked how it was and in vince's eyes i think he may have said i gave the fans what they wanted last year now it's you know it's my turn and unfortunately it didn't work out the way he planned so I think maybe Roman Reigns is going to be the next in line, and I would not be surprised if he does do a cash-in. But like I said, when when I started talking about it, they can use that to, to continually push Roman by teasing the cash-ins on pay-per-views and Raw and certain situations as they usually do. So I guess we will see what happens. As far as the the rest of the participants, I don't see anything happening. I think it'll be a good match. I think you'll get spots from Neville and Kofi. Uh, As usual, Kofi always has the big spots in the matches. I don't see why he can't get a uh, singles push. But that's a story for another time. As to why I believe he can't get a singles push, because I think he's phenomenal. But sip a beer for the common man so you could call me unprofessional but I don't care we're blading for truth here so we can move on to ROH I saw that their numbers actually took a little drop this week from from their debut last week minuscule drop uh, I don't know 163,000 viewers to 161,000 viewers something to that effect. I think that is should be alarming for ROH. I really think that a lot of people, ROH fans, hardcore ROH fans thought that once they appeared on Destination America and got into as many living rooms as they are into now, I <clears throat> I thought on paper they probably looked at that and thought oh, this is going to be great. And week two, we see a downslide. Um, Not good for them. I don't know if maybe it's because you had Dalton Castle, who isn't really popular currently. I actually enjoy his his bit, his gimmick, and I think he's pretty good. Against uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, who's 50, I mean, if you're not familiar with ROH and New Japan or Liger's career, you may look at that and go, he's 50. What am I watching here? Who is this Dalton Cat? Ka- I don't know who these guys are. I don't care for the style that they're wrestling. I mean, I could understand it. I mean, I, I'm okay with it as a as a hardcore wrestling fan and being exposed to Liger before. But if you are a TNA fan who decided to open their eyes to ROH and give it a try. Maybe, maybe it didn't work. I think ROH should probably, I don't know how far out they tape, but I do know that they are taped shows. I just think that it's possibly being a missed opportunity by them. Um, It's almost like they're, not to say they're not taking it seriously, but you would think that now they're on, hopefully, at their next set of tapings. I hope they have a major show planned so you can turn on Destination America at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights and see something very special from them. I thought the first the first show was better than the second, and that's not what they need to do. They need to go up, 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 up. And I realize they're taped, and I realize this is a new scenario for them, going from the syndicated to... Cable, but I think it could be a missed opportunity. TNA, this week, you had... Forgive me, I don't have anything written down. I figured I would just come on and shoot again with the Dusty, and I wasn't sure what, what I was going to do, but I just figured I would rant and see where we go tonight. Uh, TNA... You had a Spud Angle title match and Angle was victorious. Rockstar Spud used his option C with the X-Division title. And we all figured that that would be the result. Um, you guys should probably know I or figure that I don't read spoilers. I try to stay away from... News reports. I did see something this week, however, on Wednesday night before TNA aired that there were some people complaining about Joseph Park being in a segment with Bram. And I did want to touch upon this if I was going to talk and review some shows, but. So I'm doing it now, so I wanted to talk talk about the Joseph Park thing. Uh, A lot of people are out there. Firstly, it was reported in Dirt Sheets that that was going to be a spoiler for that night. I, I saw some banter about it on Twitter, and then after the show was over, I went to look at their report, their spoiler report, and sure enough, it did say Joseph Park, so I wonder if that was taped, and not necessarily this week, but next week. But the main point of it is... A lot of TNA haters were out there saying, well, did they forget that they revealed that Joseph Park is Abyss? Why aren't they realizing that and why is he debuting again and why is he coming back? Well, well TNA hater, the problem with that is, with your hate on that, is the storyline fact that Abyss is crazy he's crazy. He obviously, his character, has a split personality. If you are a DNA hater, and you can't understand that, then that is a you problem, not a TNA problem. If they want to bring him back, I don't, I don't care. I don't mind it. As a matter of fact, in recent memory, I would actually prefer Joseph Park to Abyss. I think, I think that guy pretending to be a monster with the mask on is a, I mean, he does it well for what it is, but the the fact is, I think he's more enter. He's too entertaining. He's too funny as Joseph park. I think it's a missed opportunity if they don't use Joseph park, but the story of Bram currently, he cut a promo on the show and it's, you know, Past, present, future, TNA. If there's anybody in the past that wants to come out and shut me down or try, then do it. And out came Crimson. So after reading the Joseph Park thing, I thought, okay, well, it's quite possible that Joseph Park is just going to come back to do a one-off. Maybe they're just going to do it to have fun so Bram can beat him. So again, no big deal. TNA haters just wait. It's it's amazing. It, they just wait to jump on anything, any little thing that's possible. And as soon as they see it, bam, 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 bam. Outcome the attacks. Whatever. He's a crazy, he's a crazy uh, character. So it is what it is. If you remember back when the reveal happened, I think it was Eric Young was holding a mirror to him and off came the mask and he saw joseph park or whatever it was and then he realized oh wait a minute how is joseph park you know he's crazy so whatever let it go the uh getting back to kurt angle he uh beat spud ended up beating aries and at the end of it ec3 came out and took out angle and posed with the belt and to me when you saw the image of EC3 with that title to me it has to happen it has to happen it is time to move away from Kurt Angle it's time to move away from the established guys that are there that are not TNA property I know Kurt Angle has been in TNA longer than he's been in WWE but I think for TNA to erase that image of themselves that they are the B C or D team, wherever you would like to place them in the in the annals of current wrestling, they need to create their own stars. And if that means EC three, Bram, Gunner, Chris Melendez, maybe you want to they have Grado now in the X division. I don't know how how I feel about him in-ring or entertainment-wise. But again, he was not ex-WWE superstar. So I think you're going to see a lot of that in TNA coming up. You're going to see a lot of TNA property get the push. And to me, honestly, I I would rather see that. I would rather see a bunch of, you know, a big long title run run for EC3 And put Gunner up against him, and then you know put Anderson up against him to make it look better. Because Anderson obviously is a veteran. Then you put up uh, Magnus; he gets over Magnus. Then maybe you go to Bobby Roode, and maybe Bobby puts him over to further build him up as a champion. I think that's what they need to do, and. Honestly, I think that is that would make for a better product and a better company and a better roster, organized roster overall. The the other thing that I wanted to touch on was some Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground announced on Wednesday that next week there was a spot in the office with the great Dario Cueto. And Johnny Mundo and Johnny wanted a shot at Puma again so Dario agreed to give him a shot and next week you may be on Twitter and you may be seeing some Lucha guys hashtagging all night long this could be epic, historic, incredible their 1-hour show next Wednesday is going to be an Iron Man match between Johnny Mundo and Prince Puma. That's it. I've never seen it happen before if somebody's out there and that can correct me feel free to go ahead and reach out and correct me on that. I don't think it's ever been done in history on a television show that you had one match. And in my opinion that match is going to be awesome. I don't think it would be an understatement to say that you could you're going to see an Iron Man match and you could quite possibly compare that to other Iron Man matches from the past and it might rank up there on your list. Prince Puma is possibly the best worker as far as Lucha Underground is concerned. You if you had the pleasure to see him against Kota Ibushi in New Japan they work like they are video games. They are like watching the Matrix movie. Prince Puma does everything everything that will make your jaw drop he can do, and usually does. Johnny, on the other hand, to me, looks like he's in the best shape and best physical... I shouldn't say physical, but his his best work is coming out right now i think i don't know if that was a wwe restriction because they like to do you know everybody has to have their move set and it's usually three, four, five moves this guy is i take a look at him on lucha and i and i think to myself how did that not happen on raw why was he not pushed why was he not given the opportunity and it could be one of those things, you know. One of those political Vince McMahon moves or whatever, you know, things have been said about him and his relationships in the past and backstage and da 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 and Vince didn't respect him and but to me I think it's gonna be one heck of a good match. I cannot wait to see Lucha Underground Wednesday. So again, I just wanted to say I cut this, cut this short this week, mainly because of Dusty. I don't know if you, as wrestling fans, are ready to to move on and talk about other things. But I decided I would give it a shot, and basically, in the hopes of if you are a Dusty fan and you are you are upset about Dusty and it's affecting you, maybe it would be good for you to go ahead and go and listen to some tribute podcasts. Again, 1640 PWPR. We did an amazing one last night and I'm sure the guys are doing another one tonight that is just as amazing. But if you are ready to move off that and maybe you need to hear some people talk about getting back to normal, getting back to some normalcy. I do hope that Maybe I provided that tonight in this podcast. If not, I do apologize if it's too soon. But there were a few few things there that I just want to touch upon and hopefully that that you were ready to do that with me. So on that note, I will see you next week. Again, money in the bank wwe sunday and we will get down to business next week see you then
1: ride here at 1640 pwpr it's a party all right as the family grows and grows and the home of pro wrestling podcast radio and more keeps on giving you out there some great quality shows great talent great ideas great jokes great fun great information and everything you could possibly want from radio shows and podcasts all here On 1640 PWPR. Now, we are in a talent search at the moment. Are you a veteran out there looking to get your show in a place that will be heard by a lot more people out there and a lot more platforms? Or are you a rookie upstart that just flipped a switch and started your podcast looking to get in the minds of fans out there? Well, could be that this is your lucky day. Here at 1640 PWPR, the home of Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio and more, we are looking to add shows to the family. Simply tweet us at 1640 PWPR. Let us know that you're interested or what you got going on. Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash 1640 PWPR. Send us a note and we'll get back in touch with you. Also, download Spreaker, the Spreaker app today, as all our shows are up on the Spreaker platform so they can be listened to and downloaded worldwide. Of course, Apple iTunes, 1640 PWPR is on Apple iTunes, as well as TalkShoe.com, and once again, Spreaker, which everybody, you gotta jump on the bandwagon, get with Spreaker. Everybody loves that Spreaker app, it's very easy to play, very easy to access and uh, fans out there can uh, play it on their smartphone or on their laptops or whatever else great devices that they have. But once again, here at 1640 PWPR, the family is growing and growing, and maybe you'll grow with this too. I'm King Firehawk.